When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! Hello. Hi. I'm Griffin. And I'm Steve, and I'm Bones. And this is Killed to Death. And it's the Improvised True Crime Podcast, on top of all these things. It's not just the title, it's also a premise. (laughs) It's also kind of explained briefly in a line in a few words. But before we get into uh, solving murders, which is what we do best, we'll get into something that we also do very well, which is traveling with our pets. And that's for the first time... Tomorrow, That's I'll be right. traveling with my pet, um, but we've done this no shortage of times in our lives with countless pets and countless trips. So we've got tips for you if you're looking around the holidays to take your pet to a new location. That's right. I, and so, uh, my tip, number one, mm-hmm. it can take a while for a pet to get used to a new house. Uh, mm-hmm. Humans, were smart. We understand yeah. what's happening. Uh, and where we are, pets don't. Yeah. And it takes them a while to adapt. So I'll usually send, uh, if, if I'm going somewhere, I'll, I'll send my three dogs ahead of me maybe mm. five, six months ahead of time. Yeah, just so they can get acclimatized. To the house, yeah. Where to piss and shit, all that exactly, kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. And so by the time I'm there, uh, I don't have to deal with the awful experience. It's whatever guest I'm staying with for that night. Mm-hmm. And then I take <laughs> them back the next day. Well, actually, you should send them ahead to your place just to get reacclimatized with your apartment. That's right, and then I stay with the guest for six, five, six months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, for, yeah, because that one That's day is smart. really going to screw them up. They're going to get back to my place, not know where to piss and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, for me, as someone uh, traveling with the cat, um, what's most important is they feel secure with their litter box and where their litter box is. Um, so yeah, what I like to we've do... We've really hammered home the, uh, the piss and shit element of this. That is one of the biggest risk factors with pets and traveling. And that is a thing that they're able to produce on command or not on command <laughs> whenever they want. And uh, th- in this case, I like to find little nooks and crannies of which I can pour the litter in. Um, anything can turn into a litter box. You just need to get creative with it. Right. Like if you're in a, a car glass. in the back seat, there's often those little cup holders. Oh, yeah. Drop down in the back seat. Fill that with litter. That can work. Fill the whole trunk with litter if you've got a, a few cats, and then they can roam around back there, and they can pee and poo till their heart's content, and look at you, no muss, no fuss. It's all back in the trunk. It's a must. <laughs> it's a must. All must, no fuss. <laughs> 
Now, Steve, this is not uh, a tip so much as something I'm thinking about because it, both phrases have come up. It's always either piss and shit or poo and pee. There's no mix and matching. There's, you're mm. never like pee and I shit. Think, yeah, it's like a gradient scale. Like it's like if this rated 14A, we'd say piss and shit. Yeah. But if we're doing pee pee poo poo, it's like a G rated thing. I'm gonna start saying pee and shit. <laughs> this is funny. Or piss and poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, no, we won't linger on that, even though that's incredibly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back around. <laughs> uh, my, I'll get my, in touch with the FCC and see if they have an official ruling on that. That's right. My uh, traveling tip is not to let uh, your friend anywhere near your car. Because uh, the times that I've done it with you, you have ended up filling it entirely mm. with litter, not just the trunk, mm. but every single area is filled with litter. Whether mm-hmm. you're traveling with uh, a pet or not, it seems to happen. Mm. Well, and you don't know if you happen to find one. Cats are everywhere. What's interesting is I'm thinking about it now. You're usually not traveling with pets, but usually it does end up uh, filled. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's just to get them to feel comfortable. So when they get into the car, they're like, oh, yeah, this is the place to do it. Oh, this is where you do it. Okay. You don't want a fresh one. They're going to be like, oh, it's too nice. I don't want to, you know. Right. This is where I leak yellow and crap. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. We're finding new alternatives. Uh, My last tip is um, anything can be a support animal. So if you want it to be with you on a plane, you just need to make sure that they can seem like a really supportive animal so practice with them maybe a trick where they like hug you or like or, pat you on the head and say they're there yeah exactly maybe show them supportive emails or texts that they've sent over the years uh checking yeah. in on you to make sure you're okay and uh just really make it clear that this animal needs to be with you on the yeah, flight a big regardless laugh. Of, yeah that's as supportive as you can get ha 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 your joke laugh sounds a lot like my laugh. <laughs> um, well, I can't imagine why, as I only have to listen to hours of <laughs> your laugh. Get to listen to hours of my laugh. Yeah, I love it. Steve, speaking, ha, 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 ha. Of, speaking of laughter, would you like to solve a murder? There's nothing I laugh about more. <laughs> the victim, Professor Ben Habib, found dead in the VIP section at a club. <laughs> Today's guest, Andrew Park. Korean waiter who found the body. Andrew, hey guys, hello. Hey, 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 guys. How, how's it going? I'm a little, I'm still a little distraught from the whole ordeal. Yeah, no worries. Take a seat, please. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, oh, can we get man. you anything? We can yeah, be supportive. I'll, see. Yeah, I'll take. I'll there. Take a, I'll take a water. Thanks. Oh, we don't have that. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm still a little distraught by you know the wound hasn't healed yet. You know, it was pretty traumatizing. Well, on the dead body. I mean, yeah, there were wounds on the dead body, but I meant more psychological wounds on my end. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But, uh, but either way, like I, 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 I have had a lick of sleep since the event. How, how long ago was this? This was around two and a half weeks ago. Wow. So you're getting into uh, uh, dangerous territory with your lack of sleep. Wait, are you serious? Is, am I, am I going to be okay? Or? Don't stress him out more. No, oh, you're fine. sorry. You don't need to sleep. Holy shit. It's actually okay. cool what you're doing. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I really appreciate that. You guys are like really gracious and hospitable hosts, by the way. And you're a gracious guest. 
That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> oh yeah, you are running on a yeah, big sleep on... deficit. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm really falling right, right now, now, you guys. <laughs> anyway, so I'm two and a half weeks ago, yeah. this was at a club. You're a waiter at a club. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm a Korean waiter at the club. Okay. Mm. Right. If that was uh, specifically requested of me to say. To you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't screw that up again. Okay. Because I will call you out on it. Okay. I take pride okay. in the fact that I'm the only Korean waiter at mm. the club. Okay. And like, the, the is club that manager, everywhere you work? Yeah. That's <laughs> anywhere I work. I have to be yeah. the only Korean guy there. Uh, okay. Okay. You like to have that Do distinction. Do you quit if someone yes. else is hired? One hundred percent. On the spot. Okay. On the spot. It, it, caused, it caused a lot of issues when I worked at the Korean restaurant, but they, they accommodated <laughs> me, okay? I'm serious. So this, I have to stand out. At this specific uh, club, yeah. what are the other nationalities of the waiters? Okay, so they all come from different continents, different countries. It's like the club is called UN. UN, <laughs> so the, the United whole point Nations. of the club is that no two waiters are of the same background. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. Now does you're it stand, getting it. Does it stand for something else funny? Or is <laughs> no. it actually just stands for United Nations? It's literally United Nations. Oh, wow. The yeah. club. The club. <laughs> known as United Nations. Yeah. Yeah, now you're starting to get it. And either way, Ban Ki-moon, he's the head of the actual UN, but he... Sometimes DJs at our club. Sometimes, <laughs> shout out to Bounty Moon or DJ Moon. DJ Moon. Yeah, <laughs> he also goes by DJ Moon. Yeah, <laughs> and he, I know he's Korean, but he's not technically a full time employee. He's a contractor DJ. Right. So, so you found these loopholes in order to not have to quit all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that unreasonable <laughs> to all my potential employers. Okay. No, okay. just pretty unreasonable. Just pretty unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But this, but this job is the seems perfect situation ideal for, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Exactly. How long have you had this job? Um, eight years. Wow. Yeah. Now, is it is it just a club, or is there some kind of voting element like the UN? We do vote. Yeah, we vote, like, when is it ladies' night? When is it dudes' <laughs> night? We vote on, like, you know, which, which is Crystal... Uh, gonna be free on Tuesdays after twelve. You know, every every wow. decision at the club is voted <laughs> on democratically. Okay? And when's Dudes Night? <laughs> dudes Night is. I'll be honest. It's basically every single night. Wow. Because okay. We don't get a lot of ladies. You know. <laughs> right. Just like all clubs, all clubs suffer from this. It's all mostly mm. dudes, right? Yeah, but you don't. You actively encourage it. It sounds like. You I mean, on dudes night. call it dudes night. Which it most was clubs don't have. It was a novelty when we first came out, but then we quickly realized, oh, every night's kind of turning into dudes night just by sheer numbers of people of, of, of our patrons. But uh, what hey, do you do, do on dudes do night? Kind of stand in a circle, the dance floor, kind of like <laughs> shake, like leaning from like left to right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But in a big, huge circle, like everyone in the club? One big circle has to show unity, just like we are the, we basically are like the model United Nations, okay? So yeah, everyone's kind of just leaning left and right. We get tired of that. We kind of lean up against the wall and check our phones. Oh, it's a great night. Dude's night. Hey, every night, dude's night, come out to United Nations. <laughs> That's specifically just for dude's night is the circle sway. I'll be honest, anyone's free to join in on Dude's Night, but it's mostly dudes coming. <laughs> but hey, if any ladies want to join too, it's, uh, that's their prerogative. We'd right. be happy to have you. I mean, we did have a ladies' night once, and no one came. 
<laughs> we are having a hard time. How many waiters do you have if each one is a UN country? How many countries are there in the world? There's your answer. Uh, okay. Oh, crap. Steve? 100 and, 150. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. There's 150, 150 waiters. waiters. 150 waiters. Wow. But keep in mind, though, we kind of like a trade kind of obligations. Like sometimes we're on like the, we're all the line cooks, we're the chefs. Sometimes we're like the hosts that show people to their table. Sometimes but, we're bottle but service. But all 150 of you do it together? Like one night all of you are the line cooks? What do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. See, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. You see, like we kind of get divided into teams, okay? So like... Like, I'll be honest, like, the, the, the shifts are basically the continents themselves, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, North America is in the kitchen. Europe is doing bottle service. Asia is, uh, you know, the host. So on that night, you only table. have three people in the kitchen. North America is pretty stretched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canada, USA, and Mexico. They're, those three guys, they're, they're great, though. They're great employees. <laughs> yeah, they, they're really on the ball. They'd have to be, whereas, like, somewhere, like, I guess, when Africa's doing a role, like, there's oh. quite a few. It's a whole squad, a whole team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah but people love it, though. The, the, the patrons, they love it, honestly. Do you have um, th- some of the more, like, controversial countries? Like, I'm, I'm sure North Korea is not in the UN, but is there a waiter that represents them? Yeah, bro, man. Oh. Why, gotta, why do you have to bring that up, man? Why did you have to bring that up? Bro, we had, yeah, there was a North Korean waiter, but him and I had a falling out, you know. Oh, because you wanted to be the only Korean. Exactly. So we kept fighting, and then America had to get involved. He was like <laughs> getting in between us. Guys, guys, stop fighting. Stop fighting. This was back in us, like the 50s? <laughs> this, this, was, this was back when the United Nations first started. You see, this is the opening night of our club, right? <laughs> But anyway, like basically, even though we're both on the Asia team, we can't be we can't be in the same room together. It's caused a lot of drama, and honestly, I'm a little embarrassed to like air out my dirty laundry like this. He's but still there. Is is. He's still there, but we can't be in the same room, honestly. But he's talking shit about me. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm above that though. I'm above it. Hey, North Korea, if you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you don't know his name. I don't, don't bother. Don't even bother. Yeah. Anyway, Let's talk about your VIP section. Oh, shit, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also controversial. No, no, no. VIP is great. VIP is great. We got, you're on the second floor. You know, we got the couches up there, mm. velvet ropes. You know, you got the Ooh. salt lamps going. Wow. All dudes? <laughs> Mostly dudes, <laughs> I'll be honest. But hey, we'll be happy to host some ladies if they ever feel like coming down. In fact, I implore more women to come to our club. <laughs> just for the sake of like variety you know but uh yeah dude the vip is the place to go to ball out wow okay nice so you got bottle service kind of uh amenities like what kind of stuff do you guys offer for the vip guests okay so get this right you get a 12 course meal that's just wow. the start okay <laughs> 12 course meal right. you get a full body massage Okay. Nothing is going to get people ready to dance and for a crazy night out, like having a huge meal and a massage. Hey, hey, let me finish. Let me finish. This is the Sorry. whole experience, okay? 
So again, okay. you start off with a twelve course meal, no exceptions. You have to eat every <laughs> you have to eat every single course, right? Then you get a full body massage that has to follow the meal all the meals immediately after. Then you get another five so wait, course. After meal every again. course you get another massage? <laughs> no 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 no. We're not animals, okay? You get you get all twelve courses consecutively, eat all that, right? And then you get a full body massage, right? Okay. Then another five course meal, right? And then bottle service. Any bottle, I'm talking crystal. I'm talking crystal. Honestly, we only have crystal. <laughs> you only have crystal it sounds like, I'll be yeah. honest. We have an exclusive contract with crystal, so that's all you get. But hey, crystal is so great. Though. On on Tuesdays after midnight, every single drink is free. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, basically. That's the loophole wow, that okay. people seem to have not figured out yet. But basically, yeah. Tuesdays is the Crystal Night, unless voted on otherwise. Right. <laughs> hey, United Nations, come on down. What are the 12 courses? Okay, so listen, they're all like varying sizes, you know, various cuisines. And again, it really depends on which continents work in the kitchen that night. Right. You know what I mean? So if it's Asian, I oh you're gonna get the you're gonna get the the usual suspects. You're gonna get sushi. You're gonna get Korean barbecue. You're gonna get North Korean barbecue. <laughs> you're gonna get. <laughs> don't ask me what North Korean barbecue is, okay? Like, no one eats that shit anyway, right? It's 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 trash. It's trash. Well, in right? this case, you have to eat it. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel yeah, bad. For no them. exceptions. <laughs> everyone everyone always goes, oh, what is this shit, <laughs> right? And we have to apologize every time, right? They don't know they don't know barbecue, right? Anyway, so in yeah, theory, you, got... you shouldn't be delivering it to the table on the same night that you're in the kitchen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, the runners would be like, you know, South America. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and they're apologizing. They're like, I don't know what that is <laughs> either. <laughs> they have no expertise we didn't on any it. of the food being served. you got to right? come on a different night. We make delicious food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then we'd be explaining their food. And we would be like, I don't know. I, I mean... Look, I mean, so yeah. the food is never uh, explained to you properly? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So if you ever ever had any like dietary restrictions or any questions about specifically about the cuisine, we would not be able to be able to help you out. Okay. So each is basically you're saying each course is like a different uh, uh, type of cuisine. Exactly for a different country from that continent. And again, North America night. Yeah, the <laughs> not a yeah. lot of not a lot of Mexican is at least something. Yeah, you got that's Mexican, true. But man, USA and Canada, like if there's only so right. much like. Thanksgiving turkey, yeah, you can really serve. You can't really be like pizza. I know you can't do pizza. You know, I mean mac and cheese. That's always a crowd pleaser. Okay, so a lot, uh, a lot of heavy, heavy foods that night. You have to finish it all. No, you get a full massage, so it's fine. (laughs) Exactly. Do you You mostly massage the belly to try and digest it a little better? That's that's the whole point of the massage. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm, you see, it's like a nice belly massage. We, we kind of just try to like push the food down through your digestive <laughs> tract as soon as possible, right? So you get all those. You got nutrients. another five courses coming. You, got, you, you better make some room, right? <laughs> you better <laughs> bring someone f- out on the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, but the VIPs they love it though. They love it. <laughs> it's only eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's really so good. Yeah. Surprisingly, we don't get a, a lot of people. For a full dinner and massage? Surprisingly, <laughs> a lot of people don't take us up and on the bottle offer, service. But... Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good deal. That's fantastic. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Professor Ben Habib. Was he uh Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, every question. Every question seems to hit a sore spot. 
I guess this is what we sometimes forget is this is uh, this is a murder show. Well, and we've forgotten immediately that this man's been awa- awake for two weeks. That's right. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. I promised myself I wouldn't cry, Matt. Ben O! Ben H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was that? Ah, uh, no. Uh, so <laughs> you were uh, familiar with Ben, I take it then. Professor Ben. Oh, I'm going to correct you right there, man. His last name was Ben Habib. His first oh. name wasn't Ben. His whole last name oh. is Ben Habib. His oh. first name is Professor. Did he have a title of some kind? What was his job? He was a professor as well. Oh, Dr. Professor Ben Habib. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of confusion when he fills out forms, but <laughs> he, was, he was a great guy. He was actually my professor. Oh, wow. Are you in school right now? Yeah. Yeah, I went, I went back to school to get mm. my, my degree because it's never too late to get an education, okay? No. Let, the, let that be a lesson to all, all you listening right now. It's never too late to go back to school, you know? Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm uh, 52. Right. Wow. Inspiring. Yeah. And what, what's the new career path? What, what are you studying? Um, aerospace engineering. Wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What I'm do you want to end up doing with that? Trying to work like Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Do you want to be like Elon Musk? <sighs> Honestly, listen, in the aerospace scene, Elon's kind of a poser. You know what I mean? Why? No! Because he likes crypto Dogecoin? I mean, <laughs> that contributes to it, I guess. But it's more so Can like he's put more a car like, in space or whatever. Let me, yeah, let me put yeah, that's not he's a plane. A yeah, he's a hack, man. Like car in space. Like, anyone could do that shit. I don't he have to go to school to do that. Do that. I don't gotta go to school to even do that. No, that's true. Just attach it to a rocket. Those things are going up anyway. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And like his rockets, usually very phallic shaped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's basically like a cheat code in the aerospace industry because they're so naturally aerodynamic. So it's easy to leave the Earth's stratosphere with that. So it's like basically doing it. Doing it on easy mode. It's like going. It's right. like doing stand-up comedy. You got like a little joke book right in front of you. You know what I mean? Right. No. You you like to make something that probably won't fly. Exactly. That's the real challenge. Okay. I've been trying to get mm. this dodecahedron off the ground. That's my thesis project. Has never it's a worked. flying dodecahedron. <laughs> never even close to lifting up. But hey, this is this is why we do it. This is why right. we do the things we do. This is the aerospace, baby. Yeah, you're changing the game. That's right. You're challenging. You're innovating. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, which course did uh, Professor Ben Habib teach you? <sighs> he taught us probability and statistics. Mm. Man. He was a great guy, man. Did you know him before meeting him at the club? Had you seen him there before? <laughs> I was the one who invited him to the club. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that is, this is your fault. I see why you're upset. What? what why would you say <laughs> that, man? Why would you say that? Understanding of your uh, emotions. Bro, I'm being good. I haven't even told his family. Even the police. So for two and a half weeks, everyone just thinks he's you missing. You haven't told anyone? No. I mean, Is like, no one asked. The club? No one asked, like, do you, did you know the victim? You know what I mean? And I, was just, I was just too distraught no to say anything. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, like, the, the, the police just asked me, you know, uh, tell me about your work and stuff like that, your shit. I explained the whole 12-course meal and hey, the, that's the, the massage. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the like, hell? police are I'll ripping s- off our bed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, stop listening to the police's <laughs> podcast. Yeah, they're Ours got, is way better. They're biting on you right now. But uh, yeah, like the thing is, though, honestly, I get like really nervous when talking to authorities. So I didn't tell them that I actually knew the victim, and I was the one that actually invited him to mm-hmm. the club. And like, he has like a family. He has like a wife and like five kids. But the police didn't tell them. No, the police told them he was found at the club. But they didn't. Te- but they don't know why he was even at oh, the club okay. in the first place. Because mm. like he doesn't go to clubs. He's like a eighty-four-year-old professor. Like why is he even at the club? No one knew, and I'm the only one that knows. At least until did, now. Did he come with a group? Like, did you invite a few mm. other people from school or people he might know? Or? He he invited his crew. Oh, he's a crew. The other faculty members at the University of Toronto. So right. like, head of head of mathematics. Nice. The head of physics, the dean, they were all there. They're all <laughs> trying to finish. Th- it was Asian night, so they were struggling. They were like, they had to like finish all these meals. And man, it just happened so fast. Oh, so what, were... what happened? No, go on. Listen, listen. I, I know I don't have a lawyer present right now, okay. But what I'm telling you is a hundred percent true, okay. Listen. I, I was I was in the kitchen, right, cooking up some Korean barbecue, right? And I noticed old North Korea is on the other line, right? The other line of the uh, chefs, right? I started like sure. flicking like kimchi at him and shit, right? <laughs> and he's like, Stop that, stop it, cut it out, cut it out, right? And I'm like, ha, South Korea baby. And then I said like, all right, <laughs> You got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him with that one. <laughs> really zinged him that night. Hey, oh boy, he was steaming. He was steaming, bro. What, and like I making t- his dish? <laughs> he was, just, <laughs> he was, was ste- literally bow? and figuratively <laughs> steaming, right? And I was talking to Bolivia. It's like, hey, could you run this up to the VIP, right? Right. But I and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But then, like, as I went back to like doing my food prep. I noticed that North Korea also talked to Bolivia and like talked to him about something. And he I noticed he took my dish and kind of looked at it a bit and he, he turned away from me, did fiddled around with it, I gave it back to Bolivia. Bolivia ran it up to the VIP. So I'm thinking, I don't know what happened, but basically that my dish got Professor Ben Habib sick. Okay? And that's how that's how the night starts to go into a decline for the worst. Mm. So okay? your fault in so many ways. I probably should have told the police about this. This seems relevant to No, the don't case. listen to their podcast. No. Yeah, don't distraught. give them content. No, that's good for them. Okay. This yeah. is an exclusive. I definitely don't need a lawyer present <laughs> now that I think about it. But yeah. Well, what what we're going to do is take a quick break. Okay. Uh, and when we get back, I'm curious if you saw the body at all. I don't know why I'm spoiling my future questions. Who knows what I'll ask when we come back? <laughs> it might be musings on the phrase piss and shit. <laughs> yeah, consider that. I'm open. We'll be right back. are back on Kill to Death. Uh, I'm still here with Steve. That couldn't be more true. 
Steve, do your big nickname. Do my biggest nickname? Yeah. Bones? <laughs> so, the volume didn't change, nor really did the... You didn't really draw out the word, but you did say it weird. Longer than I normally do. I get That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to make it sound awful and peak. I'm very conscious of that for our listeners. You know, I'm actually being accommodating and nice. Oh, Steve, good work. Thank you. Uh, and we are also still here with Andrew Park, a Korean waiter. Thank you. Thank you for specifying that. Uh, but it turns out not just a waiter. It turns out every single job you could have at a club. Yes. Yes. Uh, the club in question is United Nations, the club. <laughs> uh, this is a club in, uh, it sounds like Toronto, if that's that's where you go to school. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That is correct. Where is it located? Um, so, like, it's, 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 you know, Yuck Yucks on, like, Adelaide? Or yeah, like, like right downtown. Yeah, yeah, so, it's, like, you have to go into Yuck Yucks, but there's, like, a <laughs> trap door next to, like, the toilets in the men's washroom. Right. And you push that through, boom. So, little staircase leads saying, you right you're to. You're saying you, uh, only really get dudes. Is it because it's My- in the men's washroom? Yeah. <laughs> you know Everyone what? comes there accidentally because <laughs> they're putting in the, the men's washroom. <laughs> Dude, you guys... You guys should be the detectives here. You guys are just we connected are. the dots. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, professional. Amateur, <laughs> amateur. Yeah, I mean, if you tell your friends to listen. That's how we make the real money. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we did install like a door into in the woman's washroom as well. I, I guess it got like locked or something. Maybe we'll, we might have to check on that. Right, so you fall through a trap door in the men's washroom in Yuck Yucks. Uh, <laughs> you, you, don't, in- you don't fall through. There's a, stair- there's a door that leads to a staircase. We're not animals. We don't make you fall six feet. Tw- you roll your ankle oh, okay. or something. So people do come there on purpose. Yes. Well, I guess like sometimes by accident, too. They'll be like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and once they're there, uh, your club is a lot of uh, standing around in a circle. Or if you get bored, you're allowed to text. <laughs> you, have to, you have to go next to the wall, right? You got to lean on the wall and start texting. That's the only time to text. Uh, but if not, you got to get back out into that circle and move left to right slightly. Left, left to right. That's the only dancing allowed at the United Nations. Uh, to the beautiful music of DJ Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Truly moonlighting as a DJ. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's well, his lighting we- setup? <laughs> so, like... Again, like we have a skylight, right? Well, that's not as great at night. Well, like, Wait, we ho- you're we in ho- the basement of Yuck Yucks. Are you looking at like a stand-up comedian on stage? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, okay, you know it's a glass floor at Yuck Yucks. <laughs> People don't know that. It's just that the, the, the floor is so dirty. You think it's just like a hardwood floor, but no, it's glass, baby. Okay, but like again, we're not getting a lot of even artificial lighting or natural lighting that's no, what it looks to, like a roof exactly it's basically a roof but it's normally a skylight right but, but you like, that's see the we... bottoms of converse <laughs> exactly a lot of converse. around up there yeah. a lot of blunt stones a lot of converse <laughs> yeah. but that's why we rely mostly on the salt lamps right mm. and those are found up mood. in your vip section on the second floor 
Uh, I'm imagining like a balcony too that overlooks oh, the yeah. dance floor. Oh, yeah, you, you the second know. floor does yuck yucks though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like a, you've got like a maybe a three foot gap in between the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. It's not an official second floor, to be okay. honest. Like it probably breaks a lot of building codes and violations. <laughs> but we made like a makeshift balcony within the basement <laughs> right. that serves as the VIP, so they can feel special looking down at the circle. Yeah, right. So you you gotta be almost like army crawling around on uh, in the vip section almost yeah basically. <laughs> you gotta eat your food lying down <laughs> it's it's a great time honestly you gotta be there you gotta you have to be there yeah there's a 12 course meal followed by a massage followed mm-hmm. by a five course meal yes, yes. uh and then bottle service for the night uh it's Grand exclusively bottle. crystal <laughs> only crystal yes which is Correct. free after midnight on tuesdays <laughs> free after midnight on tuesdays yes unless voted on otherwise <laughs> right that's where you found uh, Professor Professor Ben Habib. Uh, he was your stats professor. You're in aerospace engineering at U of T. In training. Uh, uh, you're a student in training? <laughs> well, Not like, quite in the program yet? I'm a student <laughs> in training, right? So, like, again, so when so you, you will don't be have, a student one day. I will be. A, it's it's kind of like an apprenticeship to a student. You know what I mean? So, like, my... my the, yeah, they're like, the, here's how to use a binder. <laughs> So I'm job shadowing a student, like just like an undergrad <laughs> student. Like his name is like Matthew, great guy, wears beanies, right? They'll show you how to hit a bong or something. Oh yeah, he's great. He's great. So I've been I've been basically shadowing him on basically learning how to be a student first before actually becoming like a real student. Sure. Uh, and you're working on a, uh, a dodecahedron that has yet to fly. Yes, yes. Not, it was not even close to getting off the ground. Because uh, no, the shape makes it, it almost impossible. Yeah. How, how, what do you mean by not even close? Okay, so like... like how is something less... Le- yeah. <laughs> how could it be less than just stationary? It like, well, we, we made the dodecahedron. We call him dodeca, right? For short, right? So and like shorter. Because <laughs> we save so much time. Not right, sahedron, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at what you could do with all that time. <laughs> We're all about efficiencies, right? So you know, I was like shadowing Matthew. Matthew's like, I got an idea for a great spaceship, a dodecahedron, right? Let's call it dodeca. Let's, let's incorporate thrusters at the bottom. It's going to fly, okay? We're not going easy mode with like a phallic penis-shaped rocket ship like everyone else is doing, okay? Elon Musk, right? Fucking hack. So we're going to do dodeca. And get this, in our trial run, in our like kind of like kind of what what would you call it? like a startup run, I guess, you know? It, it, yeah, I'd say our, a startup run. Our go live. Our go live, right? Our that's sorry, that's like that's You're like doing this live thing. like on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, we're streaming it on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook live, Instagram live. Nice. We're, we're also on that Twitter chat room thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like a, those Twitter rooms you could join in. There's like 50 people in there having a conversation. Anyway. No, that sounds awful. <laughs> it was. Not a lot of people joined. But basically, we were expecting it to fly off the ground, but it actually did the opposite. It just burrowed deeper <laughs> you into put the, the thrusters ground. Somehow. on top? I don't know how it happened. We put the thrusters on the bottom, but somehow uh... it just went like mm, and just like spun and just fucking burrowed Mind itself its way deep. down. So right now, there's a giant dodecahedron somewhere underground I running think, around i think we hit the tectonic plates we may have triggered an earthquake on the other side of the world but hey listen this is the pursuit of science baby okay 
uh, and your stats professor was found dead uh, upstairs in the VIP lounge. Did you uh, ever see his body at any point? I did. <clears throat> I did. I am. Um... Oh, man. This is fucked. Man. So, like, I, he's my boy, right? So I wanted to, like, bring up the five-course meal to him personally, right? I said Even Bolivia. Even though Bolivia was the runner, yeah. I told Bolivia, listen, I'll handle this one because I know the guy, right? I said, yeah, sure. So I go up there with my five-course meal, right? And then the massage therapist, he was going crazy. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do I do? What's happening? And I said, what, what, what's going on? I find my boy. Professor Ben Habib, he had just these open wounds everywhere, everywhere. That still haven't healed. I don't expect them to heal after death. <laughs> so I would presume that, yes, they are still open wounds, right? Yeah, some anyway, wounds never heal. And, exactly. And I told, I told them, I thought it was the massage therapist. I'm like, dude, what did you do, right? Yeah. I said, you I did was this mas- too hard. <laughs> you put a dodecahedron <laughs> like, on him? <laughs> Exactly. I said, bro, like, what do you ask for a heart? Like, you don't go that hard. And and he's like, no, no, dude. I was just, I did the gentle, like, elbow kind of, like, mashing his stomach up to get the 12 courses through his digestive tract, right? But then suddenly, he started, like, foaming at the mouth. And these wounds start bursting open Whoa, on his geez. body while he's massaging him. The massage therapist gave that statement to the police. Right, but not given to the police was what uh, you just told us, which was you saw North yeah. Korea do something to y- your meal hey, that he then ate. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I saw. You know, if you want to connect the dots, that's your prerogative. I'm just telling you what I saw. Right, you know of course, I mean? it could be unrelated. Could be, could be unrelated. Yeah, who knows? Because right. usually poison doesn't make giant open wounds happen on your body. I mean, I don't know what kind of poisons North Korea has, but I mean. Who's to say? It's not. I'm not an expert. I'm just a. I'm just an aerospace yeah. student's apprentice. Right. If you want to, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not a poisons expert. You should right. talk to toxicology about that. Yeah. If we want to talk about a big thing burrowing underground, we'll talk to you. <laughs> that, that I'm the guy. The guy. <laughs> he's gonna reserve his one day. Now, <laughs> Professor Ben Habib was there with a crew. Here we go. We're getting a Skype call. Hello? Hello, howdy there. Howdy! It's a man in a huge howdy, cowboy hat. Sir. What the hell? Hey, good day to you. Howdy. Oh, good my God. God. I know you. You're one of the students in training. Yes, yes. Yep. Dean. Dean, yep. it's it's so amazing to meet you. Wow, in the flesh. Well, through the virtual screen, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're a Pleasure. Dean. Thanks for signing up. Yep. I'm the Dean of United States of Toronto. Yeah, I love your star <laughs> Dean badge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. Find these anywhere, actually, it turns out. <laughs> it's wow. like a number one dad mug kind of thing. Yeah, it kind of is. I got one of those, too. Three kids. <laughs> our Dean is also the sheriff of our campus. Now, that is true. Mm. And the and number one there will one be no shenanigans on my campus. Oh, no. Oh, no. We wouldn't, wouldn't dream of it. Are you like a movie dean? Do you like get mad at the frats? I love the frats. They're oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's always partying with us. They're cool, man. They set up their little spots on Madison, and uh, I love to drop by. I love to pop in. I love to see how things are going. It's great, man. It gets people very excited um, because 
sometimes people can get lost at this massive school of ours in a massive mm. city. Mm. It is so, times are so tough, oh, yeah. but as long as they're being safe, I think it's great for the community. It's impressive long that you know frats. not only like individual students, but also the students in training. You know them by face. I That's- know every single one. Like they were my own three sons. I have three kids. And I have three dogs. I, I said earlier. Turns you, out you said what? I said that I had three dogs. When did you say that? We were talking about pets earlier. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> you missed that I missed that entirely. You need a number one dad dog mug. <laughs> I can get that for you. Dean, you're a good Dean. Wow. Thank you for saying so. I can I... only assume, based on uh, our personalities and what I know about you, that your first name is also Dean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. My name's Dean Stanton. <laughs> Dean Dean. <laughs> and your title is Harry. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, my nickname. <laughs> that's my nickname in a way. Um, but I call it my title. It's on my It is an card. adjective used to describe you. You have a huge that's beard. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And I am I think that helps with my intimidating presence. So anybody doing any kind of nasty business on campus, say they're spray painting nasty words, drawing phallic shapes on the sides. I'm like, draw a dodecahedron on the side of my building. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If you're going to draw something, don't go take the easy route with these long, one long little oval and then two little circles at a bottom. That's easy. (laughs) Easy. That's amateur. Yes. I trained you better than that. Tell him Harry Dean Dean. (laughs) Well, that's not quite my name, but I appreciate you, boy. (laughs) Would it be Harry Dean Dean Stanton? Yes, it would. (laughs) My apologies. Yes, it would formerly, and I've been asked to come on this this show. By who? I appeared. I appeared once on another podcast, the Policeman's Podcast. Useless, rubbish show, and um, they they didn't like it, but they told me about this one, and they said, "I guess you could go on that one, and maybe they'd be a little more help." So I'm ready to help, and I'm ready to cooperate. I was there. You were, yeah. You were part of this crew, apparently. I would say uh, it's tough. It's tough to be part of the crew when you know that they're, you're also their boss. Right. right. It's tough. So I, I, I appreciate that you saying I'm part of the crew because I think they felt a little hesitant. Um, and I appreciate you, son, because I know you wanted them to extend the invite. Yeah, you of course. Tw- you wanted head of all departments present. Only a few showed up. But I thought I'd make the nice gesture of coming as well. Again, all, we all the male professors showed up. Only yeah, the dudes, I noticed. dudes. Okay, we're just, just the fine. dudes. I got a text from a couple female professors who were saying they couldn't find the doors locked. The door was <laughs> locked in their washroom. Oh, and damn. Uh, okay, they couldn't get in, and they could see through the floor. They stuck around. They watched the comedy show. They said they could see through the floor. A few of us waving at them from down there. <laughs> we were kind of pressed up against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're in the VIP section. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We were kind of lying there, slurping ramen and looking up through the glass at them. <laughs> and I kept telling them, come down here. It's a good time. But, of course, they couldn't get in. Yeah. As soon as Yuck Yucks goes to gender-neutral bathrooms, uh, you're, you're, I think the dynamic of your club will really change. I, I mm. hope so. I hope so. We're, we are struggling. We definitely are struggling. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that you you know you're taking a second job. You're applying yourself. You're getting an education. Thank trying to do something with your life. You're trying to make difficult rockets. I appreciate that. More difficult, the better. That is right. Challenge the system. Uh, Harry Dean Dean. Mm. 
Mm. <laughs> Were you uh, with the group when uh, Professor Ben Habib's meal arrived? I was with the group. Yep. And um, to be honest with you, something was a little funky with one of the dishes. It got a little bit funky. And this what we're not talking about DJ Moon's music. <laughs> no, but that was good. <laughs> no, he, now, always, that he only plays bangers. <laughs> was for bangers only. That was funky. And here's the thing. Uh, we all got we all started to feel a little ill. We started to feel a little bit icky. Something was wrong. Something what, was off. What what was it? It, it couldn't have been the the chow mein or the sushi. Did you start feeling ill after you ate the Korean barbecue? That was it. I knew it. I, that was it exactly. I, it, I knew it. it. It was the South Korean barbecue, right? No one's ever got sick from my barbecue ever until today. Uh, okay. Even dawn on me that would have been from you. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm the sorry Korean to say, waiter. But, oh yes. <laughs> That's I so true. Remind people. Even though you are not exclusively a waiter, <laughs> but you make it clear to make sure you're addressed as Korean I, waiter. I printed out ten thousand business cards. They all say. <laughs> They all say Korean waiter, okay? That's my first title. You know what you have to do? Get it on a little badge. Get it on a little yes. star-shaped badge. Wear it around. <laughs> yes, it would be funny yes. to have a sheriff's badge that said Korean waiter. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be very funny. But also would be helpful. And you wouldn't yes. have to print out all those tiny business cards. Why are okay. they so small? I guess okay. they'd only say Korean waiter on them. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I... No I, contact I, info. I, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it just says like my name, thumbnail. Andrew Park, Korean waiter, and it says no other information on it. Yeah, you could do that on a badge. Okay. You don't need those little things. Wow. So it was the South Korean Boy, dish. It was funky. We, uh, what was we, funky? Yeah. What was funky about it? Let me tell you. We, I don't want to get into it, but let me tell you. We uh, is there is there what's a what's a what's a good way to say that we uh evacuated our bowels let's just say all of us i don't know how to say that and keep it appropriate on this show but let's just say in in two different ways we were evacuating both the bowels and our urinary tract at the same time in in big amounts big amounts well like that's the work of the massage therapist usually right or was this before well this was pre-massage wow this was pre-massage and um so we were all feeling yeah, no, nasty. yeah, food poisoning usually does uh, uh, diarrhea sometimes, but I, I didn't know that there was one that could cause pissing in excess. <laughs> no, that's a good word. Yeah, that's one that could be used. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's one I would say. And it just happened in huge amounts for all of us. It must have been awful for anyone in Yuck Yucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to the exit slash door to the bathroom. Yeah, luckily used... it's connected to the bathroom. Yes, we absolutely destroyed the Yuck Yucks bathroom. It is. It was a nightmare. <laughs> someone there. walked in and went, yuck. <laughs> and then they just walked the fuck out of there. Someone was at the sink and then all of a sudden all these old professors come up from the floor and start pissing and shitting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and we said, "Son, you're gonna want to clear out for this one." There's four professors here who who need to get their business done. We're about to shatter some porcelain, my man. <laughs> we are about to leave this place in ruin, and <laughs> we did, we did, and and we came back. <laughs> we came back down to the VIP, and uh, I think we were all a little hesitant to keep going. But of course, go on. Yes, yeah, sorry, I see a hand raised, and as a dean of a school, I know what that means. What's interesting, though. This poisoning might have been unrelated to the death because it happened to all of you. You all ate the dish. You all got sick. 
but only mm. Professor Ben Habib died and had the open wounds. This is true. So interesting. Perhaps. Yes, he sabotaged. North Korea did sabotage your dish. Right. But it was unrelated to the death of <gasps> Professor Ben Habib. He just caused. North a- Korea sabotaged the dish. I think he's saying North Korea didn't sabotage the dish. Well, he did sabotage well, I'd the say dish. He may have, but it would it only. Did, but that's to not make why you he look died. Bad. That's right. It would only to make you look bad, which it does in a way, because that was oh. the only dish that made us sick. But of course, <laughs> we now know it wasn't. It was not your fault. It was not North your fault. Korea. I hate that guy. <laughs> All just to say, we finished the rest of the delicious courses and then moved on to the massage portion, which we didn't really need, to be honest. Uh, but we uh, we got into it anyway, and then that's when uh, that's when things turned dark. Oh, no. Yeah. Was Professor that's... Ben Habib on the massage table when yep. the and wounds started appearing? This poor massage therapist must have been thinking it was his fault. Yeah, he's but like he is what, yeah, he's primary suspect number one. He's still at the police station right he's now. He's got hands. He had hands on him at the time. But do you know what it was that was happening to his skin? I know it when I've seen it, because every day I've looked up and I've seen the sun. <laughs> These are burn marks, burning burn holes mark. in his flesh. Whoa! And now all I can think is uh, there's a glass ceiling right above us. You think that it Something was like an ant magnify situation? <laughs> magnify a light. <laughs> yeah, I guess if they maybe if they have just one spotlight, because normally that wouldn't be on what? in, in Yuck Yucks. Right? They don't have spotlights in Yuck Yucks? Well, they would, but they wouldn't ever do like just the solo one that would pierce through and burn someone. That's why normally you're fine on the massage table. But if there was like mm. a very special stand up comedian there that night now, who deserved a, a single spotlight, if that's shining through the floor, that's gonna burn some holes in you. Now, who oh was God. performing that night? Who? Andrew, who? Oh, my God. Who the hell was on that lineup tonight? Wait, let me let Was me it think. a surprise guest? Did somebody drop in? Who was performing that night? Oh, I'm trying to remember the marquee. Oh, okay. I remember it was Carrot Top. He was the opener. <laughs> Carrot Top opened. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing remarkable there. He doesn't need a spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Carrot Top was the opener. He needs the whole Carrot stage top. illuminated for all his little, yeah. you know. Tricks and shit. Tricks and shit. Piss and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another word. Yeah, good one. You know what? I think I know who closed that night. It was someone named Ed World Kim? Okay, so for listeners who don't know, uh, Edworld Kim is a, uh, a Toronto stand-up comedian. I am pretty unfamiliar. Uh, I've only ever heard one story uh, about him from someone who got their featured players audition mixed up because uh, they have similar names. And that's the okay. only... <laughs> you know what? Maybe it wasn't him. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't him. Wait, wait. Now that I think about it, I think... Oh wait, Carrot Top. He might have got bumped. He got bumped. That's yeah. right. Edworld was supposed to perform. Mm-hmm. Oh right, but Carrot Top, he bumped him while he was opening. Carrot Top closed the show. <laughs> wait, so he was already booked to open. Booked to open. Did for he? Open? He, uh, he opened, and then he was for like, Ed "I'm going to do more time," and it bumped Edworld Kim. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Oh, that explains man. why I heard so many disgruntled groans from the audience well, wait a minute upstairs. Now. Wait a minute. Now, what do they do when they're trying to get a comedian to get off the stage, huh? The lights. They give him the light. They give him the light. And what do you do when he refuses to get off the stage? You give him another light. You amp up the power of that one light. And Everyone knows you, this. <laughs> and what if you turn that light up just a little too bright? It's already the most powerful light in the venue. <gasps> You're messing with fire at that point. Oh, oh my, my God. God. The light intended to get Carrot Top off the stage was magnified by the glass floor and yuck yucks and burned <laughs> holes in this 84 year old man's body. No. <laughs> Professor Benefit. God. Dear God. This was not a murder. Oh. This was an accident. This was just criminal negligence by yuck yucks. <laughs> <laughs> They probably have a lot of open lawsuits, so just throw it on top of the file. Okay. Oh my god, so this is just this is just like manslaughter at worst. It's just criminal negligence. Yeah. That's what and a happy a criminally ending. Criminally long set by Carrot Top. <laughs> if anything, we should blame Carrot Top. <laughs> and that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. If anyone, it was Carrot Top. Wow. But you are you are absolved. I, I hope you can get some sleep now, know, knowing that oh. it, it was it wasn't anything to do with you. Oh my God! It feels like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. I've been carrying this guilt for so long, and that massage therapist. Uh, I can't wait to tell him either because he's still like in jail right yeah, now. Yeah, because you uh, were too distraught to tell the police anything. Yes, yes. Even if you oh had said God. to the police, "Hey, I, the body had cuts before the massage therapist was there," like you clearly knew, he would be out immediately. <laughs> Oh, I feel horrible again for waiting this long to tell the police. Oh my god! So I guess the massage therapist was like a classic red herring, and and it was actually Carrot Top's uh, douchebaggery that was the sole like catalyst for the. Wow, it all makes sense. It, it all, all makes, makes sense. sense. But Whoa. the biggest red herring of all, dish number twelve, delicious. <laughs> Asian night. In the kitchen, every Wednesday, come on out to the United Nations. It's a banger. <laughs> come up to the VIP, only $75 for a 12-course meal. Oh, wow, Massage. a discount. <laughs> Massage, and then a five-course meal, and then Crystal. And it's probably dudes' night. <laughs> it's Honestly, probably a lot of dudes are going to be there. But hey, if any ladies want to join, just honestly go into the men's washroom and go through the secret passage. Also, I do want to say I don't know for sure if Yuck Yucks does have uh, gender-neutral washrooms or not. Uh, if you do, good work, Yuck Yucks. Uh, Probably not. <laughs> I was, I'm going to guess not. <laughs> Zach Aaron, great work on our theme song. Brady Schumer, good job on our art. Uh, if you guys want to have a gas online, as I know some of you like to do, you can follow us on Kill to Death on Kill to Death at Instagram. Or uh, if you like us on K2D Pod, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you have an email suggestion for a murder, uh, our email address is killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's all I have plug wise. You, uh, Andrew, you've already got in your plug for United Nations, for the club. United you just Nations. did it. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like people to check out? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So my co I'm not in showbiz, so I don't even like showbiz stuff to plug, but uh, my cousin, Edward Choi, he's a great comedian in Toronto. He has like a banging Twitter account, at Edward Choi, but the A is an O. So Ed, word, like the word, yeah. 
Choi, mm-hmm. C-H-O-I. He got he broke into triple digit followers. It's an exciting wow. time. Okay. And he's a part of an improv troupe called Affirmative Action. They perform every Thursday night at SoCap for a show about your ex. Hell yeah. Uh oh, come uh come last night and you can see Steve on that very show, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. Come yesterday. <laughs> come yesterday. Uh, and I want to say, uh, to all of our, uh, let's do one for all the bad listeners. To all of our bad listeners (laughs) out there. Well, they won't even be able to hear it. I want to say, I want to give a wholehearted, keep your stick on the ice. Kill to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Kill to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 